And we're back. It's the Finding Strength Podcast. Bethany Tenney. Yep. She's here. And guess who else is here? Kevin Tenney. Katie. <laughs> we're here to talk about some Tenney's Pizza goodness. What you got for us, Kev? Um, well, everyone is locked up and going crazy right now. And so we're trying to be unique. And uh, we came up with these little take-home kits where people can have something to do with their kids. We actually did it yesterday with our kids, right, babe? Yeah, I was shocked. We had our 15, 13, and 6-year-old there. And I thought the 6-year-old would be the only one that thought it was cool because our teenagers work at our pizza place. So they make pizzas all the time. Not that cool anymore. They had a blast. They totally loved it. And then they wanted everyone to try their pizza so they could see whose was the best. It was cool. Yeah. Like they even said they'd do it again. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. So I know that gave us something to do. I, I felt like a good mom <laughs> for like five minutes. It was awesome. Mom yeah. win. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we have these, basically it's 20 bucks. You get, we give you four dough balls. They're all in like these individual packages. Uh, and so you'll roll them out. They're super easy to roll out. They're, everything's just ready to go. Yeah. It comes with sauce. It comes with cheese for the pizzas. And then you get to pick one topping for free. Um, but then you can also order other toppings if you want. It kind of depends on if there's, you know, if you had stuff at home that you wanted to use, cool. If you don't, then you can order that too. It's super affordable. Um, you can order more dough balls. Well, it actually makes quite a bit. So if you want to have it and make like one or two pizzas one day and one or two the next day, that's, we could have easily done that. For sure. And I mean, the dough is like for a 10, a 10 inch pizza, but I mean, if you want a little bit thinner crust, it could almost go to like a... 12 I, or I made 14 it to like a 12 because I like it a little thinner. And it was yeah. Good. So anyway, that's what we're doing right now. And it's, it's actually blowing up. So yeah. that's Give freaking awesome. I'm really excited to try this out. You should. Boom. My friends, it's been way too long. We're back. The Finding Strength podcast is recording again. There's been a lot of crazy stuff happening over the last few months. And we finally settled things down a little bit. I've been working on my business creating a whole mess of cool new stuff for the world, for you, for me, for everybody. I actually have um, a new business that I've opened up where I do therapy over the internet, teletherapy. If you haven't heard of teletherapy, you can look it up. I think we actually could probably do an episode on teletherapy and what it is. But basically, you stay at home, I stay at home, and we do therapy or psychoeducation or just talk or whatever, life coaching over the internet. And it's actually really cool. I do couples therapy. We're trying to figure out how to get some group therapy going through um, Deer Hollow. A bunch of really cool stuff. So be on the lookout for that. want to let you guys know before we started the episode, that's what I'm working on. You can reach me by just emailing findingstrength.therapy at gmail, findingstrengthpodcast at gmail. You can also go to finding-strength.com. You can go to Facebook, you can go to Instagram, reach out any way you can. We'd love to connect. We'd love to work with you guys, any of you who need any help in the therapeutic realm. I'm excited about this episode. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's been a while since we've been out. It's a little shorter than what we normally do, but basically we're just sitting and chatting and normalizing what's been going on lately. It's been wild. Um, we're all kind of reeling with it. We just talked through it. Got all four of us, Brindy, Kevin, Bethany, and me, chit-chatting, talking. Hopefully it's entertaining. And we'd love to hear from you guys. What do you want to hear? We're going to try and get out an episode a week-ish, maybe, hopefully. Ugh. 
I try not to make promises anymore because I don't ever fulfill them, but we'll get there every week or two weeks or who knows, maybe it'll be six months before you get another one. Either way, we got one coming out right now and we're hoping to get you out more soon. So let us know what you want to hear. Looking forward to your feedback. Enjoy the episode, guys. Great to be back. Hello. Is it working? It's working. For the minute. <sighs> it's going to shut off. Okay, we got to talk fast because it might shut off again. <laughs> the mics keep getting shut off. We don't know why. We've started three times. The coronavirus infected it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so we want to talk about, we're going to try to give you some tools. Yeah, we brought to get in, through this we brought in reinforcements. I mean, me and Kevin are really smart. So, so that was smart. a good choice on your part. Because mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. my idea was this, okay? I don't know about you guys out there, but I'm stuck at home, quarantined, and I love Brindy. I also kind of want to kill her sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, jokingly. Yep. Oh, screaming children. (laughs) Yep. I was going to say, I told Matt today, I said, I feel like Kevin and I have a pretty solid marriage. We've been, we don't fight hardly ever. We have had it out a couple times in the last couple weeks here. Because yep. it's hard. And we work together all the time. Yeah. And so you'd think, like, this is not that abnormal for us. No, it is. Well, because there's, like, all this added stress on top. And you're kind of, like, for, at least for me, there's, like, this trapped feeling of, like, I can't do what I normally do. And I'm stuck. And there's a little bit of helplessness. And so... And business is so... Yes. Who knows? It's unknown. Yeah. It's a like, lot of uncertainty. Um, are we going to make money this month? Probably yeah. not. Uh, what about next month? What about... And then we've got all the kids home all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be homeschooling them, which really at first was not bad. And now everyone's sick of it. Right. And then you've got, so on top of that, trying to have any sort of schedule has been a fight constantly. And Kevin's just, you know, work is normal, goes in the office. That is so not true. (laughs) You're so full of shit. (laughs) And me, I'm like, okay, what do we do? Well, you're having to get all creative too with work and stuff because you got, oh man. It's, yeah, it's different. It's a weird time. The thing that's interesting with me is I, I notice what other businesses do and so many people are struggling to be creative mm. and those are the ones that are going to die off. It's like, I see a lot of restaurants that are like, since that's what we do and they're like dining and they cannot, it's like. Oh my gosh, we have to have call people calling us and answer the phone. It's like that's so simple, bro. <laughs> it's not that hard. But that's in every but that's aspect that's of what it. We've for sure. Done. So for us it's been like the same of what we've almost always done. So it's not that big of a deal on one aspect. And then our CrossFit gym has been Shut craziness. Down. Yeah. We've been I and I feel like we've done things that others haven't. Oh yeah. And Oh, it's it's been I don't think our with our partners on CrossFit, I don't think we've ever had to communicate this much in like the, what, five years that we've owned it together. Oh, for sure. Like we literally are constantly talking on the phone in meeting, like, okay, what next? Because it's been changing It keeps every changing. Week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're changing so like, your okay, plan go, that you just came up with the week before. Yeah, it's like yeah. go from, okay, we have classes of 20 to 30 people. Now you can only have 10. 
Now you got to make sure not only that 10, but you got to make sure they don't overlap. Now you can't have that. You have to have just your family. Now it's like, holy, it's it's been a whirlwind. The hard thing is... I think everybody's going through something really similar right now where we're mm-hmm. all kind of having to like do this knee-jerk reaction planning where nobody has a plan. You're just kind of shooting in the dark and hoping it works. And then some of it works, some of it doesn't, and you're just extra stressed. And so typically in a couple, what do you do? Who's the person you take that out on? It's always the husband. Yep, 100%. <laughs> yep. I am the punching bag, emotional punching bag. No, that's what you do. You look to the person closest to you who you feel safest with, and you treat them the shittiest. Why? I don't know. But it sure (laughs) gives me a lot of business. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, like, if you're out there stuck in the corona thing, and you're fighting with your uh, significant other or your kids, or you're a little more irritable, join the club. (laughs) Yeah, We're all doing it. I think that everybody is going through something. I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is just like even the people. So I just talked to my cousin who's like a recluse. He he could be locked up. He loves being alone. Oh, he's 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 not married. He's alone. And I called him the other day and he's like, I am so depressed. And I'm like you don't even talk to people. Why are you so depressed? He's just like... Like, your life hasn't changed that much. Yeah, and he's just like, I just... Everybody else, what's going on, and it's it's true. It's it's kind of... A, it's a scary time. I think the hardest part, for at least for me, there is no, like, for sure what's going to happen, how long things are going to be. And so it's like, how long do we have to, like, change and be different off our schedule? Because I think that's mm-hmm. the part. It's like... Everyone when is, is this different. End? We have no idea. Yeah. I remember like the first week or two weeks, I'm like, I have no purpose in life. I like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even like work normally. Like, I'm just like, what's the point? I'm yeah. doesn't even make sense, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, I can't live like this. I hate myself right now. Bethany must hate me if I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I've I never hated myself. <laughs> I hate myself right now. No, I think there's a couple things that we, we have not figured out everything and we still have our arguments and our, I mean, you about bit my head off yesterday for not pulling in the driveway fast enough. That's fine. But Let's talk about that. Just kidding. No, but I'm just saying there are things that we are figuring out. And I think one of them for us has been working out. Oh, for sure. We are still working out. People need to work out. Whatever that means. That doesn't mean you have to, obviously there's no gyms open. There's nothing, but we have kind of made a makeshift gym in our garage. And you don't even need a gym, honestly. You no. can do all body weight stuff. You could, and anything, anything that like creates those endorphins. It's kind of nice outside. We went for a run today. We, but that kind of stuff has helped not only us, but our kids. We've made our kids work out every day. Even if it's not a full hour or whatever, it's like, go run, go move, go dance. What do you need to do? And that's helped calm us down. To get through, we usually do, for us, we do it kind of midday and it kind of gets us through the rest of the night. I think as long as you can build a schedule. So it's, I would say that's the other part that we've done where it's like our kids. So we have some teenagers, then we have one as young as six where with the teenagers, like, okay, we know this feels like a weekend all the time. And we're very laid back where it's like, you have to go to bed by midnight and we are going to wake you up at 10 a.m., which sounds so ridiculous. Maybe some of you guys out there are like, you're the worst parents ever. I don't really care. But but they get up, we have breakfast, then we do schoolwork. And 
basically they will know when their time to do what they want is, but they have to get done the stuff that we need done first, like the chores and their homework and what else? We usually do breakfast, homework, chores, free time. Yeah. And they have to work out too. And they have to work out, but they've, I've kind of let them, at first I tried to like have it so scheduled, so perfect. And that turned into quite the fight. So we've, I've given a little bit. Bethany was, but she was a little paranoid there in the very beginning. Not to say she didn't have a right to be. I think the hard part is kids don't know that this is a big deal at all. They just want to live life because they have no, they haven't done shit in life. They just (laughs) like everything's roses and Bethany was the other way. And I'm like, this is not going to work. They want to kill each other and we can't live like this. So we've given a little flexibility where... Like, I don't care what they do to work out, but they have to work out. And I don't care when, as long as they do it. So they're still a little fighting. I'm not going to lie, but it's getting better. Yeah, that's awesome. We came up with a schedule, too. We just started it this week, and it's already changed so much. Um, I think one of the coolest things from all this is seeing how communities have pulled together. And our even our gym, the CrossFit gym, me and Matt attend. Well, you coach at... Bethany and Kevin's CrossFit gym. Um, it's really cool to see the things that you've come up with. Like now we have the home workouts, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's so many other people out there who have these resources and who are like, well, I can teach this. And so they're doing it, you know, free live on Instagram or something like that. So um, you can find ways to work out, which are so good for you physically. But I think the biggest thing is it mentally has helped us all together as a family workout and we make our kids work out with us. And even yesterday, instead of doing a workout, Matt came up with an obstacle course where the kids had to run through the house and then outside jump. They had to jump on their bikes right around the block, come back, come in, do like five back flips on the tramp, come in the house, run downstairs, make five shots. Like, and they were Wait, working out. They got they their had heart to make rate up. him five shots. Is that had, what you're, oh, <laughs> five, five shots. Five, here, here, Dad, take five shots. Four kids later, I, twenty I shots did in. Not know what you were saying there? Basketball, Basketball. shots, Kevin. Okay, sorry. Basketball shots. I'm like this is an awesome game. <laughs> yeah, that really gets your kids in that a good is mood. Yeah. Such a good idea. We should. That's a good idea. I couldn't do that every day. That's exhausting. No, not but every day. That's a good idea. Well, it's like the Amazing Race or something. It it was on. actually really fun. I it was fun. and then they made me do it, and I, I beat myself. I was like, I can't let these kids beat me. I pushed myself Matt pretty hard. It freaking hurt. <laughs> it sucked. Uh, but but the, the the big thing about moving and getting up and moving around and and being physical is, I'm, I don't want to get super technical, but you have to create chemicals in your body that wake you up and put you to sleep. If you don't, that affects your mental health in in a bunch of different ways. You're not creating enough serotonin in your brain, which is like the get up and go happy chemical. If you're not doing things that you normally do, your dopamine levels start to lower, right? And so we're really seeing a lot of people more irritable, more depressed, more anxious than normal. And the simple solution is like what you guys are talking about. Get up, move, get a routine, create some predictability, find some new structure in your daily life. And get your your body back on a cyclical schedule so it finds some predictability amidst all this chaos. Because if you think about it, what's our normal life like? 
You yes. have a schedule. Well, you have a schedule. You know what you're gonna get. You're gonna wake up. Did you just say your normal schedule is chaos? Yes. So <laughs> here's my mom. Yes. So here's yeah. the difference. But, but go ahead. Go ahead. Your schedule. You're totally right. There's a schedule. Yeah. But I I think the hardest thing for me is I went from go 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 right. to nothing. Exactly. And so that nothing. Most people's response is, "What am I gonna do? I'm gonna binge Tiger King." Uh, yes already done <laughs> right but but the thing is is like awesome tiger king's over now what that's yeah. where people are at because everybody's watched the freaking tiger king if you haven't seen that it's kind of cool i saw a tiger and a tiger <laughs> saw a man <laughs> <laughs> but like we all got done with that and everybody's like what do we do now well fortunately there's a bunch of resources i was looking today beach body you can get almost all of their workouts for free for 30 days that's awesome and if you know Beachbody, that's like Insanity and all those other weird Doc ones. Horton. Doc Horton. There's a lot of... My um, yoga teacher that actually taught me, She there's a lot of free yoga on yeah. Zoom right now because mm-hmm. everybody really is trying to be helpful. Oh, yeah. And so I know so many different gym owners, yoga instructors that are like, hey, for this month, this is free. I want We want people to keep doing stuff. We don't want you to stop and go crazy. Right. Well, also... For kids, yoga is magic. Mm. If you guys want yoga for your kids, turn on Cosmic Yoga. It's this lady. She's British. It's really cool. I've done it with the kids. 10 minutes, 15 minutes at the most is all these kids do. You get these kids up and moving. Like, What's our schedule with our kids' sleep schedule this week compared to last week? Oh, nine day. Nine day. Yeah. Well, really midweek last week. But yeah. we, we've done a lot better mm-hmm. just because we put together something. We put together a routine. That's how it works, right? Yeah. And if we can all find a way to create some regularity, some predictability amidst all the normal, the abnormal chaos as opposed to the normal chaos, we're going to be able to find some semblance of sanity in this thing, even though most of us feel kind of insane. I will say, I think where <clears throat> one thing that people need to do, which I still don't feel like we've done very good, um, is get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I... It's like I feel like I have thoughts in my head this whole time of like how things should be, and then he has no thoughts in his head on how things should be. (laughs) No thoughts, empty cranium. I'm just giving a crusty look to her. That's all. That that has caused arguments for us because it's like, okay, well, I want this really strict schedule, and he doesn't. It's like, okay, we've got to figure out somewhere in between because we we're already fighting enough with the kids to get them to do something, it can't cause contention between us too. Yeah. And I don't know if your situation is the same as mine. Cause I don't know when you go to work and when you don't go to work, but I don't go to work at all. <laughs> right you now. go in your, not now, but, but before you work from home a yeah, lot. Yeah. Sure. But I went from Matt getting up, we all getting up in the morning, Matt going to work by nine or eight, you know, and then me being home with just Liam and Layla. And then all of a sudden we go from that to everyone being home. And so my things that I would do during the day was just me. I only had to consult myself like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. Now having Matt home and him not being able to read my mind like I thought has really like put a struggle on it. So we've actually had to communicate. Weird. It's weird. But now that we are communicating, it took us a minute. We did. We argued. But it, I mean, we still argue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it too is we, 
we've been told exactly how our day is going to go for so many years now by schools, by sporting functions, by dance, by whatever. And now all of a sudden we have to be creative Mm -hmm. and that's hard. But I feel like there is some good to that. I feel like maybe we needed it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, if this is going to happen, now what? It's so funny because people, everyone's like, I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. But when normal life happens, people are like, I'm so busy. I just don't have any time. And now that they have the time, they're not doing a damn thing. And it's like, you have all the time in the world now, but in your mind, you just can't quite figure it out. So it's like, even with us, another thing we are like, okay, well, we have some home projects. Start doing some home projects. Anything you can do to stay busy is a good thing right or now. Or to give your day purpose. Yeah. So Kevin and I sat down the other day and I wrote down all the things kind of that need to be done around the house. You know, it's springtime. We have a lot of like spring cleaning crap that we would have to do anyways, but we we have time now. And then we made a list of some projects that need to be done. We have a bathroom that's broken. <laughs> it has needed to be fixed and we haven't had time. So it's on the list now. And we don't know how to do like minor changes. It's like, oh, well, the faucet's gone. Well, let's rip out the backsplash. Let's change the floor and let's change the vanity. I'm like, anyways, my point was <laughs> we made a list and now we're kind of knocking away at it. Mm-hmm. And it has helped us a ton. For sure. As I said, it was about a solid week and a half there where I'm like, what do I have today? All right. Well, what restaurant do I want to visit today? That's my chore of the day. That's the highlight of our day. That's really bad. That doesn't give well, you much purpose. And you were talking about, you're, you're like, I hate myself right now. You think, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you sit around all day, mm-hmm. you feel really crappy, and that's not, like, like I was saying before, that's not because you're not doing anything. That's because you're not doing anything. You don't move. Your body goes into this different state. It just does automatically. You're biologically going to shift the way that your body works. Motion creates emotion. Boom. T. Rob said that. Yes. Tony Robbins. That's his well, aside from that too, my mm-hmm. brain gets. I get so. I don't, I don't even have ADD. I don't think. And I get. I have to constantly feed my brain. And so when I have nothing going on, but I'm watching TV, it seriously, like, slowly, just starts to eat away at my brain. Where I feel then I get depressed. So Truth. I've been back to my, for like a week there, I was not reading because the kids were up and it was crazy and I was like stressed. So I'm back to my reading every day because I'm like, nope, I've got to stay focused. I got to have something. I still have to have goals. Like we can't not have goals for the next 30 days, maybe 60, maybe, who the freak knows. So a little background, all four of us were, we had a gym challenge where we had a lot of things that we were supposed to be doing every day. And I was so spot on. Like I was waking up at 5 a.m. reading every morning because I loved it. Do you know how many times I've read so far? Zero. When I have all the time in the world? <laughs> Zero. Zip. That's crazy. Which is crazy because I, I so loved true. it. But now it's, it's just not the same to me. It's like, oh, I don't have to wake up for anything. So, but then it's just not the same. It's like I like to read all by myself, quiet, and it's not quiet at my house with all my kids home. So I should probably do a better job of getting up before everybody and try to – it doesn't have to be 5 a.m. now, but getting back to that routine builds purpose. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Well, and we've all, we've all read a bunch of books lately that have been really good. Maybe we just uh, – because there was like, what, like 90 days? We've been like really pushing hard, reading Reading every every single day. day, Mm -hmm. At least 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so if people are wanting books to read, do you guys have any suggestions? Compound effect. Compound effect. I love the compound effect. For me, it – you know, me and Bethany kind of talked about this where I feel like if you read a book 
and it changes certain aspects of your life, one or two things, that is a huge win. Mm -hmm. For me, the compound effect changed like my thought process on like 10 things. Easy read by, uh, what's his name? Darren Hardy. Yeah, Darren Hardy. Yeah. And uh, simple read. I loved it. Yeah, that's actually Gary Q's like favorite guy ever compound effect Darren Hardy did you know that who my dad really my dad loves like, Darren Hardy Gary Q Gary Quack man <laughs> Gary Q shout out pops Darren Hardy yeah, yeah. He, he loves compound he, he's actually one who gave me that book forever ago it's awesome it's a great book I yeah. loved Miracle Morning that was that was probably the book over the last 90 days that's changed my mindset the most I'm reading the habits one right now what's it called Atomic, Atomic habits. habits. What do you think of that? That's I love like, it. Really? Yeah. I love it. Because that's like viral right now. People I'm love that. About crap. halfway through, and it it's just amazing. It's amazing your habits and what they do and how you can change things. But even just reading, like I get done with one book and I'm on to the next book because you can't stop. You have to keep feeding. Like Kevin said, for me, I typically get like one or two great ideas from one book. Now that's may not seem like a lot, but I've had books in the past that I got no great ideas. So to me, that's huge. So if you just keep reading and you're constantly getting one or two great ideas or things that motivate you, then you're constantly motivated. There's always something pushing you. Yeah, for sure. I think the other one that I really liked was 12-week year. That one for me was great. It helps you accomplish a lot of things that normally would take forever. I actually had uh, my friend Steve, I suggested it to him, Steve Peterson, and he came back to me. He's like, dude, that book changed my life. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, there was this thing that I had been putting off for a year. He's like, and it, I thought it was going to take me four months to do it. And he's like, because of that book, I got it done in 14 days. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it just broke it up to where it worked for me mentally. So that way it wasn't, cause I get the same way where you have this big, huge task and it seems so overwhelming. But if you break it up where, okay, I need to finish this and this day, in smaller increments, it seems much more feasible, you know, to where it it's a great book. Yeah. My favorite so far has been The Gifts of Imperfection. Oh, I love that book. Which is like, I Renee mean, Brown. it's cliche, but I like started it a while ago and then I never finished it. So I just started it again and I can't put it down. It's so, so good. And I mean... It's the perfect time to read it because if you have any problems with family members or anything, you know, get vulnerable, talk to them, figure it out. Yeah, all the Brene stuff is always really good. She actually has a new podcast uh, called Unlocking Us. If you guys haven't checked it out, really good, really, really good. Um, I'm a, I love reading, so I'm constantly putting away books. During this challenge, I tried to broaden my horizons and do something a little bit different. I read the book Sapiens, which was awesome. Suggested that to a few mm-hmm. people. Very different. It's not really self-helpy. It's more like historical. Fascinating. Really interesting book. Really interesting book. I'm um, still in the middle of that one. And it's kind of gets it slows down a lot in the middle. It's slow, but it's it's fascinating. So I listen to it and it's been harder to listen yeah. to things right now. But but the great. best audiobook I've ever heard in my entire life, hands down, is Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. He the whole book is like a podcast. So he actually has the clips that he uses for quotes. It's the people's actual voice. Super, super good. It's got music, mixed really well. Talking to strangers. It it's about <clears throat> culturally how we are so obsessed with people who are like us that we are confused by people who aren't like us. And how that is based at the root of a lot of this police violence. 
a lot of people's inability to think like someone else and be empathic, if you will, is what's impeding us from connecting as a culture, as a, as a society. It's a really cool book. Loved it. Um, yeah. But I, I, so I think reading right now is a great thing to do. Another awesome book that I would highly, highly recommend if you're worried about couple stuff and um, trying to get your marriage into a different spot than it is because you kind of had a relationship checkup, if you will, and you guys are fighting a little bit, which is normal. But the best book I've ever read, hands down, for marriage is called Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work by John and Julie Gottman. Awesome. In this book, talks about a couple of things. I'm going to share one with you and then we're going to phase out because we're going to do, we're doing short episodes this time around. 30 minutes. So we got five. This is called the five to one ratio. Here's how it works, okay? John Gottman is this guy. He studied up and down and all over about couples. And with 94 or 97% accuracy, I think it's 94% accuracy, within five minutes, this guy can watch a couple interact and within five minutes can predict with 94% accuracy whether or not that couple is going to be together seven years later. Remarkable. Did he come to do. Utah? He did come to Utah. Yeah, I re- I had some friends that went, and mm-hmm. they said he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, I've tr- I, I so I trained under him. I went to I went to the clinicians training and got all his stuff, and I'm getting trained through Gottman trained. Yeah. Anyways, so the five to one thing I think is the is is the easiest, most digestible thing. But basically, here's how it works: in a couple relationship, right? You have like this. They call it this bank account, basically, and when you deposit. And when you take out of a bank account, normally it's a one-to-one ratio. I put a dollar in, I can take a dollar out. In relationships, it's very different. If I want to take a dollar out, I better have $5 in. That's the ratio that they came up with that's actually scientifically based. So we know that if you're putting $5 in, taking one out isn't going to overdraw the bank account. Does that make sense? So, for example, okay, Five little things throughout the day. I know Brindy likes touch. If I come up to her, rub her back. What are some other stuff that you really like? Rub your back. I come up, tell you I love you. Yeah. Um, Even like touch or touch. Eskimo kisses. Eskimo kisses. <laughs> sure, butterfly kisses. <laughs> yep, yep. A little boob graze. All sorts of different. <laughs> no, all, but basically five different things, right? Even even like pulling the kids away or doing a chore that with one of the kids to help her out or or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Five basically deposits in for one pull out is the best thing in the world you can do for your relationship. I mean, he did. You were setting this up. I did. One I set pull you out. I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe you can word it a little bit better. <laughs> so check that book out. Seven uh, principles for making marriage work. The five to one ratio is a big deal. I want you guys to give it a try this week, and we'd love to hear your feedback on Facebook. Wrapping up thoughts on this topic. Um, my thought on the topic is find purpose now, even though it might not be the same as what it was before. A lot of times we're trying to overthink things. The reality is we can probably do a lot of the same things we did before. It's just going to be a little bit different. But I would say write down some things that you can accomplish in a day. Even if you just write them down, it's amazing how many more things you'll get done. And the biggest thing that we're all struggling with right now is change and boredom. So if we can 
learn what the new change is going to be because it might be a while before this gets yeah. back to normal. So I think that for me is the biggest takeaway. Mine's patience. I got to be more patient with Kevin. He's stressed. I'm stressed. Kids are stressed. Um, and my way of having more patience is working out, doing my reading, doing my yoga and meditation. So that's just what works for me. And if I can consistently do that, this will be a much better experience for all of us. Mine is, I'm weird because I'm like a science person. <laughs> like, oh, that's a sign. But for me, I've taken this and like, I'm like, okay, we all need to slow down. There's a reason this is happening. We need to be inside with our kids, with our families, smaller groups. And um, we, you know, one of our family values is if we don't win, we learn. And this is a big, huge learning experience for all of us. And so I'm just trying to learn from it and be grateful and know that this is a process and we're going to go crazy and then we're going to figure it out. And then once we figure it out, hopefully it will be over. <laughs> Amen. Well said. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Do you have more, Kevin? No, I'm gonna say you. You didn't give yours. Yeah, you oh, give us your wrap up. Oh, what my wrap up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We can wrap me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what are she you, said. Are I you mean, still going? You're talking right? about wrapping you up. Oh, freak. <laughs> this is the bonus part of the episode. <laughs> this is the wrap. We don't, wrap want, we don't want to hear about Matt getting wrapped out. up. Okay. So What's my takeaway. Take my takeaway from this one. <laughs> My takeaway from this one is human beings go through a whole heap of shit that we are completely unprepared for constantly. And if we think that life is anything but dealing with the unexpected, you're going to be really surprised. So this is just yet another unexpected thing that we cannot prepare for. So if you feel unprepared for this, welcome to the club. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 